Hello everyone and welcome back to the second season of Come Back Minimalist podcast. This season we are inviting the Indians who are already on their journey to minimalist lifestyle. If you are a regular listener, I'm glad that you're here again and if you're new here, let me introduce myself. This is your host Upasna and I'm here to simplify minimalism for all of us. Before we move ahead, I would like to talk about an iOS news app, Newsdrop, that delivers a great and summarized news so that you don't miss what's important. You can also get the app on Apple Watch for the latest headlines. Instead of round the clock notifications, which adds to the distraction, you'll get the important news just four times a day. So if you're someone who want to take a news diet and get a break from all the noise, Newsdrop is perfect for you and you can download it from the App Store or go to getnewsdrop.com. On the eve of Women's Day, we have someone who dared to dream different and break the stereotypes. She is a teacher turned farmer and a sustainable living coach. She has been conferred upon Karami Chakravart for leading by example in the field of organic farming and sustainable living. Let's welcome Kalpana Manivannan. Kalpana, welcome to Come Back Minimalist. Hi Upasna, glad to be here. I can't express my happiness in words to have you here. Thank you so much for taking your time out and joining this. I am just too excited to join your podcast as well. <laughs> Thank you. So to celebrate womanhood on this International Women's Day, you are a special guest in real life Indian Minimalist series. and i'm sure the listeners will have so many takeaways from this conversation so let's begin yeah, sure thank you so much and happy women's day to all the listeners out there and uh, to you too basna thank you kalpana we all would love to know your story and your inspiration behind your lifestyle shift um to begin with i mean even if i i keep getting asked this question but you know like if you think about it it wasn't like uh, something that happened very suddenly but you know at the back of my mind like is practicing at some small level uh you know so uh i think to just uh, uh, tell what i'm doing currently is i'm a uh, full time organic uh, farmer i'm also an uh, sustainability coach and mentor uh where i teach people what i have learned over the years uh so uh, i i did try a lot of things over the years but then uh, after a decade long career as a high school uh, biology teacher i switched to uh, you know full time taking up this farming uh because i was uh, passionate about it and i actually Uh, the one driving force i would say to switch to this lifestyle was the uh, disturbing uh, side of the uh, you know uh, food industry and i was very worried about the pesticide content and uh, you know the food, the way our food is handled uh, you know whether it is fresh produce or whether it is uh, you know processed food or whatever as an individual as a mother uh i was very concerned about what kind of food i am providing for my family so i think that kind of uh, uh, was the trigger i would say uh, the point tipping point where i thought i need to stop and do something which you know um where i can take charge of that food for my family so okay. that's how it all started uh, we all know that supply is uh, equal to demand in every industry 
whether it's food, whether it's uh, any kind of body products. So how can we mm-hmm. as consumers can bring the positive change here? So actually, when when we talk about, you know, how, how do we, you know, um, you know, fight the system. Though I feel that, you know, all of us at this point are uh, facing this, uh, you know, problem of adulteration and the kind of food that's available to us. Um, uh, I think somewhere as consumers, we we have a bigger role to play, which many of us don't realize. We think we are helpless in this situation where, you know, someone is providing uh, you know, these, these things and uh, we as consumers just have, you know, no other choice but to buy these products. But, uh, you know, like, like you rightly mentioned, uh, of course, supply and demand, they go hand in hand. And which means that the demand is placed by the consumer. So we as consumers are the ones who place a demand of a particular thing. And if, if the demand is more, the supply, which is, you know, the manufacturers who are producing the food are going to produce more of it. We have that power as consumers. And I think somewhere we have forgotten it or, you know, we are not using it effectively. So if we need good food or anything for that matter, like you said, whether it's skincare or whether it's clothing or anything for that matter, if we as consumers uh, demand the right kind of things, then automatically the supply of that particular item will be there in the market. Let's say that if there is a product in the market and you know we are not happy about it. So as consumers, as all of us, being more aware and saying, you know, you reject the product, reject in the sense, don't buy it. No matter how uh, wonderfully it has been, uh, you know, projected or shown in the media and in good light and whatever, do we need to do our research and find out whether it is really good as it says. And then if it is not, then we, sh- we should not buy it. So let's imagine a big uh, mass of people not buying a certain product. Uh, that itself is automatically a big, uh, you know, feedback mm-hmm. for the supplier that this isn't something that resonates with his buyers. So that is that. That's all that we need to do. That con- be conscious about what we are buying. Just imagine all these products which are vying for the attention of the consumers is basically looking for us to pay our money to buy it. Otherwise, where are they going to make money from? Right. So it's our money, right? It's our money that they are. Uh, you know, targeting. And uh, so we we definitely hold the power. So don't get fooled by media. Basically, when uh, the normal consumer thinks that uh, these brands are more powerful, but the truth is uh, the power, the true power lies with the consumer. Uh, chemicals are a huge industry in India. And it's being mm. used in almost every sector, but not only the cleaners. So how mm. can we create a chemical-free home? I think you have just touched upon the uh, raw nerve uh, for, you know, that the whole thing that actually uh, brought me into this uh, kind of a lifestyle. Because when I started out, uh, my whole idea, the trigger point, like I said, were these pesticides and these preservatives in the food, basically. And mm-hmm. what it did, what it then do was the minute I stepped into that and I started becoming a more and more aware of these things. So initially, like everybody else, the first uh, concern for me was food, of course, because that's directly something that we are ingesting, right? So that is the first concern I had. Okay, the food, where am I getting this food from? Are my, you know, uh, vegetables and fruits that I am bringing home 
uh, to cook and feed and also you know the fruits that we are eating raw how good are they are they grown organically and things like that because we are consuming it we're taking it internally and uh, it it definitely started with that but then i realized once i started growing my own food and i was kind of very happy that okay i'm able to take care of my food now i'm i'm in control of it i grow my food so i know what goes into it into making it so i was very happy with that and you know content but then i started realizing it's not just my food that that i'm ingesting that has i know these concerning things in it but it is also so many other ways that i'm bringing in uh, chemicals into my home so you know it it just i think that one step when you take towards your own health i think automatically when you think about your health you will start noticing so many other shifts that will happen slowly in your life and uh, my my take always is even as a coach and a mentor i always talk about uh, yes of course we are all you know we have to become more eco conscious the climate change is real and you know it's not even a climate change anymore it's a climate crisis that we are going through and uh, these are all uh, yeah these are all real facts they are not made up things it's it's real and it is in the now it's not even in the in the future anymore and when we are thinking about these things we always talk about okay how do we save the planet and uh, you know all those big things where we kind of lose track of the very basic things uh that if you as an individual become concerned about uh, your health as such you know and switch to natural living as much as possible automatically you will be an environment conscious person because you will not be putting out these chemicals from your home into the world so automatically so it, it all starts from us and from an individual so if all you have to do is selfishly be uh, you know choose yourself and choose your health right when you start choosing your health and start looking at how am i living healthy automatically your choices will be aligned to how nature wants uh, us to live and how you know it is automatically going to impact the uh, external environment in a positive way if you don't bring in chemicals you're not going to send out chemicals as waste so automatically you are actually an eco conscious person so it actually is not that you go out and you know uh, do a lot of uh, things about you know the the pollution or the climate crisis and all that you start from yourself i think that is what every one of us can do uh, it is it is not something external environment is not something uh, you know outside us it needs to start from us so that's where you know coming back to the point of how it uh, you know uh, it started was uh, after the way in which uh, you know i started growing my food my next concern was what else are the things that i'm bringing home regularly uh, as a, as you know as just you know living in a city what are the needs for my home so i saw that i was bringing in lots of chemical cleaners into my home you know in the name of cleaning you know and in the name of uh, uh, talking about uh, you know the, the the media bombarding us with this you know 99.9% germ free yeah. environment you know to, <laughs> to keep your home like you know as if it's an icu ward you need to be you know always you know absolutely uh, germ free and i think what in this um, uh, in this uh, what do you say a spree of killing all the germs what we are we are actually we have what we have done <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
absolutely so we have completely uh, destroyed our immunity without even you know being aware of it all we are thinking is we are killing germs and and this is one of my um, you know the this is the biggest thing that i always keep talking about is not all microbes are germs okay so germs are disease causing organisms right there is just a few percentage of these microbes that are yes disease causing but there are the rest of the microbial a uh, whole uh, you know world is actually keeps keeps our environment uh, and the ecosystem you know balanced so there are wonderful microbes which are there very good essential um, good bacteria which is actually there in our gut inside our body itself there are millions of bacteria inside our body you know we we know that some of the bacteria synthesize vitamin k in our body you know they help in breaking down our food and you know there are lots and lots of things so when you talk about the gut microbiome you will understand mm-hmm. there are such wonderful uh, you know microbes in our body and we all know you know we take probiotics uh, you know now they are selling probiotics and i would say that i think our ancient food our regular food has all this if you eat curd if you eat fermented food you know all these things have uh, you know good essential um, microbes and instead of that we Uh, what we are doing is you know we are actually using all these chemical cleaners that we are bringing home in the name of uh, you know keeping our household clean but what it's doing is not only is it killing the killing whatever the few percentage of disease causing germs that we are talking about it also kills all the good bacteria in our environment in within our house you know i just imagine a past now even when we were growing up in our when we were we were kids i don't remember this uh, these chemical cleaners right we had a few thing we would do jhadu pocha you know just to wash our hands with soap that's it yes, that was our you know go thing right uh, yeah after 90s i mean in yeah. mid 90s so we'd go out and play and come all muddy and all that we go mummy will say go wash your hands and you just go wash your hands with soap <laughs> and water and that's it <laughs> and that's all and now if you see the younger generation our kids they are falling sick very often because they don't understand is the the immunity itself how is it developed it's developed only when you are exposed to a lot of different kinds of microbes right. and then i realized that we are bringing in soaps everyday soap is Uh, loaded with chemicals you know if you read the fine prints on your soap any regular soap that we are using uh, we have this uh, the names that we cannot even pronounce we don't even know what they are actually so that was one of the biggest things that i noticed the next thing you know after after i ta- saw the cleaners what it is doing and i switched to natural cleaners i started making my own uh, and then i realized that okay there is one more thing this is the soaps right that is another thing which we are using every single day maybe twice or thrice a day and then i realized okay i i then learned how to make soaps and i completely you know removed that out of the equation so you know if you talk about you know chemical free living i think the first step that we need to look at is just to a little bit of an audit that's what i i i uh, i suggest you know what are we doing what are the things we are getting in what are the things we are ingesting eating number one that's the first thing mm-hmm. of course the second thing we, we should look at is what are the other things which are we are putting on our body third most important would be any kind of cosmetic that is you know going on to your skin you know that it's a lotion or it's any kind of product that you're putting on your skin that is the next thing because skin is the largest organ in our body it covers every millimeter of the surface in our body right. and uh, you know that absorbs everything whatever you put on it it immediately absorbs and within a few minutes it's into your blood stream 
right it gets absorbed and goes into your blood stream that's the thing and uh, that is why it's very very important to know what we are putting on our body it's uh, you know it's as important as what we are putting into our body and then of course what are we surrounding ourselves with even the air that we breathe right and uh, that is you know has a lot of things how we how we take in a lot of things without even our conscious knowledge and that is where the chemical cleaners and the fumes that they leave behind also comes in and uh, as much as i um, uh, you know people think that the external environment is all polluted you know they think that you know see our house is our uh, heaven right we mm-hmm. go out we work and you know we go through the traffic and the pollution and all that thing and then we come home and we feel that okay we have entered a space where it is all clean i know i have cleaned my home very well right i used all these cleaners and it's all perfectly clean and we feel we are so happy we are inside this home which is absolutely uh, you know clean but there is a uh you know what do you say a startling uh, realization or a study that has been done where they say that the internal the indoor air pollution is real it's really you know actually sometimes equal to or even more worse than the external uh, you know environment and you know as as much as it's mind boggling to think it is so true because uh, we need to just look at it a little more objectively there are so many other contaminants i've i've written a post also about this uh, uh, there are so many contaminants within our home we are not aware of as simple as of course we we, are, we talked about the cleaners of course but the next thing is there are the paints that you use in our homes right our regular wall paint right. it has a lot of toxic chemicals in it actually now they are coming up with greener options where they are removing all this uh, you know toxins uh, yeah there are options that we can pick nowadays but earlier you know it, it always had this heavy metals and lead and other things so once you paint uh, paint our walls we, we they are also you know emanating a lot of these fumes into our environment and of course our our furniture and we'll be wondering what is wrong with our furniture but you know the kind of industrial sofa or you know any kind of fabric or uh, mattresses that we use with a lot of microfibers and the industrial glues that are used to you know stick or you know use it to make these furnitures all of these actually release a lot of toxic uh, fumes into our uh, homes and you know these are things we won't even think twice about you know that we won't even know that we are actually exposed to this and you know uh, earlier it wasn't that much of a problem even with all these is because we we used to if you remember in those days we'll keep our windows and doors open most of the times you know only only as it gets dark we'll close the door and windows right but nowadays we are keeping our windows and doors shut number one we think okay it's it's lot it you know dust and pollution is coming in but the second thing is we are always putting on our switching on our acs or you know and uh, keeping our doors and closed always closed most of the times so these are uh, ways in which we are keeping the stagnant air inside all the time and One you know inhaling those kalpana i want to yeah. light on uh, deodorants mm. and perfumes mostly deodorants yeah, yeah right that's a huge uh, contribution towards a air pollution yes 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 absolutely uh, the the aerosols that you know there that are there in these um, uh, home deodorants you know the one at even even at home the there are these you know odor neutralizers right at home we have right. these plugins and there are sprays that is for home it's really huge... air purifiers 
uh, i i i don't see uh, there is a, i think most of us are aware of it but i think probably somewhere we we just are in denial i would say that we all know we are all educated enough to know that you know, this is not something which is going to you know the way they show that it kills the bacteria in the air and makes it all pure nothing it just masks the smell that's all it does yeah. right it masks so whatever is the smell that you don't want and you want this some floral floral smell in your home you're just little just spraying it and masking the smell and it is not doing anything else and we need to understand why are we doing this and just because there is a product in the market does it mean that you know we need to buy it why do we have to buy it yeah is it really good for me is it doing anything good for my home i think these are the questions we need to ask uh, just simple things like airing out your home opening the doors and windows every single day once you get up leave it open for sometimes so fresh air comes in clean your uh, you know ac filters and you know Uh, add some indoor plants uh, into your homes you know simple things like this can actually do a lot more you know we can so these are uh, these are some uh, very simple things that we can immediately implement in our homes without having to go through a major shift or anything but my point is to just slowly understand and take take one step at a time you can't, we can't do everything radically we can't do anything but you know just by becoming conscious consumers like you said i think we can we can definitely move ahead and you know start implementing things that are actually serving us uh, and not harming us one last question from my side uh, if you can please suggest some quick lifestyle switches anyone can do to attain good health so, um, yeah just just uh, touching upon even your uh, the previous question that i think probably uh, you know i would like to add a few also like the thing i realize about you know the sustainable living part is many people think it's it's uh, it's something that uh, an action that a government or a un has to take you know uh, because it's it's this big words thrown out like sustainable living and you know zero waste life and you know or you know talking about climate crisis all all these things look at uh, makes us wonder that these are all things that an individual can't achieve or it's something that somebody else has to do but it is actually has to you know do with us we are the ones who are all living we make up the world so each one of us actually uh, whatever um, steps that we are taking or whatever actions that we are doing is actually contributing to either the good or the worse so it it should be conscious decision to do whatever some small things we can do like I, i i talk about as simple as cooking from scratch is a sustainable way of life right if you if you stop you know process buying processed food in and in while you're buying uh, you know processed food you're also bringing in lot of packaged items not only is the food not good but you know the packaging that comes is also not healthy so we are adding more plastics bringing in more plastic so just simple things like cooking from scratch using switching to uh, cloth uh, and napkins or um, switching to uh, what do you say instead of instead of uh, tissue papers using your handkerchief simple things like that you know switching to glass and stainless steel stainless steel was our way of life you know and to stop getting plastic so these are some of the things we can do to uh, very easily you know uh, change our practices um, and buying local food you know if you cannot grow i would i would suggest just start growing a little bit of food for yourself it not only will help you provide your family with good food but you to appreciate the farmers in your community more. either grow or if you want to buy it then buy locally i think that is the best thing to do to be a, uh, you know practicing sustainability uh, you know to move towards uh, more sustainable life is basically moving more and more closer to 
the natural uh, alternatives for anything and everything you know look around you and i would say that instead of uh, feeding the multi million dollar uh, corporation as a consumer if you start giving your business to your you know uh, local uh, you know uh, sources either it could be it could be a farmer it could be uh, somebody in the retail business it could be a stand alone salon it could be anything around you if you if you just consciously switch to give your business to uh, you know the right conscious businesses that are ethical businesses available which will not only help your health your your selfishly just to is you know choosing yourself is what i would say choose yourself choose your health choose choose your family's health when you do that automatically you are doing good for the environment so you know uh, that's the, that's how you need to step into uh, this lifestyle it's as simple as just making these small conscious changes uh, that can help not just your home but in 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 doing all of these you are going to become an eco warrior yourself without realizing it truly thank you so much for sharing your expertise and knowledge with all of us that was so informative thank you pasna thank you for the opportunity happy women's day again happy women's day to you and all the uh, listeners out there Your support is the only motivation that keeps me going. So subscribe to the channel and do rate us on iTunes and Podchaser. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, then don't forget to check out other episodes on Comeback Minimalist Podcast. And yes, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. If you have any suggestions or feedback, you can reach out to me through my social media handles. come back minimalist or instagram and facebook or you can mail me over comebackminimalist@gmail.com bye bye this episode is sponsored by newsdrop